Welcome to The Clean Life. It's Dave and Laura coming at you live from Southern Middle Tennessee in our Avcare Studios in Pulaski, Tennessee. How you doing, Laura? Doing great. How about yourself? Doing well. We're actually recording this show live on Friday. On so Friday, yes. I'm staring the weekend right weekend. in the face. Can't wait. Can't wait counting the hours, minutes. Minutes, minutes. seconds. It's hot in here It's today. really hot in here. Well, you know, I think that somebody specifically that we're talking to today will be looking forward to the weekend. I think so. I think so. We are, we're going to talk about uh, college campuses and what clean means on a college campus. And I was kind of doing a little research earlier today, and there were, there's a, a group in the UK that says ensuring that college is well-maintained is not only conducive to productivity, it also increases the likelihood of attracting more students. There you go. So we've got uh, – Actually, we've got Austin Dunstan coming on with us. He's a communications major at Tennessee Tech University. Austin, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Doing great. Thanks for coming on with us. So you're in college now. Did when you were when you were let's, let's go back to when you were coming out of high school and you were thinking about college and and I know you you went on some college visits. Did did the I can think of one place that you went that cleanliness was an issue. And you don't have to mention the school, but did did it play in it? There was one school you visited that it wasn't all that clean, was it? Right, I know exactly what you're talking about. It wasn't, and it, it was honestly as soon as we left, that was like the first thing I said. I was like, I mean, it was interesting and all, but it was it was just dirty, like, and it, it kind of turned me away from the college, even though it was a good college. It, it would have been a cool opportunity, but I just it immediately turned me off from the campus. Well, and it was as as I recall, it was the campus. It was yeah maybe even some of the students that were there. I mean, there were places of it that was was really nice, and then there were places right. of it where it was clear that nobody really cared what was going on. So, exactly. so and yeah, that no, really, and like, no, so that, no. you don't really think about that playing into a decision for somebody not to go to a college, but there's one instance where it was an issue. Right. So you've right. had a chance to, um, did you have something to add there? No, I didn't have anything. To I was just going to say you've you've had a chance to live in the dorms, and you've had a chance to live out on your own in an apartment. Which do you prefer? Uh, well, I mean, as, as far as convenience goes, it's hard to beat the dorm because you're just right there, and you you know go between classes and go to your dorm and hang out. You don't got to drive anywhere. But I, I prefer living off campus, um, just because. You have, I mean, a little more freedom, and everything's really up to you. There's no one really – there's no RAs coming in, you know, to check on you at midnight to make sure you're, you know, in bed or whatever. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'd say I, li- I prefer living off campus. Um, but my dorm experiences were great. I, and, but I've lived in two different dorms, and uh, the big thing for me was I didn't enjoy – I didn't want to go to uh, a dorm that had, like, a, a community bath. Um, because those, those freaked me out, to be honest. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I was, I was lucky enough that in both my dorms, my bathroom was inside the dorm, or at least in the suite of the dorm. So um, so I, I got really lucky with that. So yeah, I, I prefer... What's a dorm suite like? What's a dorm suite look like? So the dorm suite I was in is you walk in and there's a little common area. It's not very big. Uh, you probably put a couch there if you wanted to, but we never did. And so that you go from the do- the main door to the lobby, 
and then there's four other doors that lead to individual dorm rooms. And then around to the left of the lobby is the bathroom that had two stalls and two showers. So it was kind of a community bath, but not really, because it was just the people that lived in those four bedrooms used that bathroom. So you didn't have to really share it with everybody on the floor. You just shared it with the other three guys in your suite. Yeah, exactly. And 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 have you? We have. To, I want to say we had a community shower. I was at the University of Arkansas. I had a community shower. We had stall showers, in, and I lived in one of the oldest. This is back in 1980, and I lived in one of the oldest dorms on campus. Still there, by the way. And but I even remember there we had at least a stall shower where you would you had to walk down the hall to where it was. Mm-hmm. But when you went in, they were stalled off. And they had little sliding curtains across yep. each one of them, so you could kind of get a little privacy. Well, the, the, I mean, that's how mine was, too. You go to the right, and you got the showers. You go to the left, and you have the toilets. But I stayed in one dorm, and I think I must have blocked it from my memory where it was, <laughs> but there was one place I was in. It was a sure enough community shower. It was just a, a oh, big yeah, tile floor with a bunch of shower nozzles, and I used to just get in the corner <laughs> and just try to get as invisible as possible. <laughs> That was the bonus is I, nobody was ever showering whenever I needed to shower because I had 5 a.m. lifts. So I was always back at the dorm by 6. Nobody nobody in college is up by 6 o'clock in the morning. I so no part of that. <laughs> but so now you're living, you're not living in the on campus anymore. You're living in, in, in a house with some, some of your buddies, I guess. Yep. Now, what do you do for dinner? Who, who cooks well, for you? Well, it depends on the day. For dinner... We sometimes is on Monday and Tuesday I have a night class. Usually I'll go to the you know the cafe or Chick Fil A on campus and get something to eat. But Cookville is really good about having places around that um, have deals deals for tech students around dinner. Mm-hmm. So like each day is a specific day. Like Tuesdays is Zachary's day. Wednesdays is a Mexican restaurant. Thursdays is uh, like a bar that has uh, like hot wings for forty five cents. And then Fridays is just like a a barbecue nacho day from from with barbecue so we have it all planned out pretty much down to the science over here okay shameless plug for zaxby's if you go in there you have to try the hot honey mustard didn't even didn't even didn't even know they had it didn't even know they had it and i was sitting in there one day with carrie dilly and they had it painted on the wall amongst other than i'm just i tried it No, I'm traditional Zach Folks, sauce. I'm just, well, I'm not I'm not knocking on the traditional Zach sauce, but I'm telling you, the hot honey mustard is is a food group. Well, I was I was the other day I was trying to get some of that hot honey mustard that you were talking about, but I could have sworn you told me it was at Wendy's. And when I asked for it at Wendy's, they actually <laughs> like I was an idiot. <laughs> Uh, 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 your, your word, not mine. I couldn't take it. Didn't even get my food. So one of the other things they talk about cleanliness on the college campus, it cuts down on the spread of diseases and it cuts down on a lot of things. Not living in the dorm, you probably don't worry too much about that, but what about the restrooms on campus there at Tech? Are they regularly clean? Do you think they're clean? You trust that they're clean when you go in. Right. So whenever you go into the bathrooms on campus, there's these login sheets on the back of the door that show the time and the person that last cleaned the bathroom. That's pretty cool. That's clever. It, it, it's, it's pretty nice, but I mean, I never check them, honestly. I have specific bathrooms that I go to that are always clean, 
because I've, I've been here for like three years now, so I know where to go. Oh, but yeah, yeah they, they do have, they have a little log sheet that says who cleaned it and the last time it was cleaned. You have your trees marked is what you're saying. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, yeah. everybody has a favorite got, bathroom got, stall. Do. Uh, do what? Everybody has a favorite bathroom stall. I know. It. Oh, absolutely. You know, we make fun of our pets cars. for doing that. Right. But we do it too. Right. Without a doubt. <laughs> we do it too. We're going to take a quick break and get a message in. There's a, and we may talk about it when we come back. There's a golf tournament coming up. I want to tell everybody about it. You're listening to The Clean Life. we got Austin Dunstan, Tennessee Tech student and broadcast future extraordinaire. We'll be right back. Every year, our deployed soldiers and their families spend the holidays apart, sacrificing their time with each other to keep us safe. This year, with your help, and in conjunction with the Family Readiness Group at Fort Campbell, AvCare would like to help bring some extra Christmas cheer to these unselfish families. Your participation October 10th at the Hermitage Golf Club will help serve those who serve us at a time meant for all families to be together. Go to whynotgolf.com forward slash avcare to sign up for this worthwhile event. Sponsorships are available. All right, everybody, we are back with The Clean Life. Uh, we just heard a wonderful commercial about our golf tournament coming up uh, for Avcare, and that's at the Hermitage Golf Club in Nashville, Tennessee, right? In Nashville. Yeah. You know, what we don't realize sometimes, uh, I know I've never, I'd never thought about it until we started this, is, you know, we're all sitting around with our families on Christmas and opening gifts and yeah. having, having a good time and doing all that. There are soldiers deployed across this world that are kind of watching our backs yes. to give us a chance to do that. Well, not only are they over there, their families are over here alone doing yeah. the things that we're trying to do, but they're doing them they're not with, with their with, families, without yeah. a part of their family. And sometimes with the same pressures financially or emotionally or whatever it is. I mean, you think about all the things you go through leaning up to Christmas. And just well, add on that, that you're doing yeah, it alone. Try doing it on you, your own. You have one of your so loved ones across the, across October the ocean. Fi- October 10th, we're going to gather out at Hermitage Golf Club and see if we can't raise some money and help those families out during Christmas. It's going to be a great, um, uh, event i'm looking forward to it yeah it sounds fun but we are going to come back to this uh dorm cleaning and i could tell you that uh the dorms <laughs> i tell you what my dorm was disgusting it i mean <laughs> i had community bathrooms so i mean you had shower shower shoes and you know you had to you kept all of your stuff clean but you really never knew how often they were cleaning all that. Unfortunately, we didn't have the sign-out sheet unless I didn't see it somewhere. Well, and we had a much but, we had a, a similar experience with my daughter where she went to college. Yeah, and uh, I can remember one time <laughs> my phone dings, and I there's a video in it, <laughs> and I press the button, and and she is showing me video of water coming through the floor. Oh, that's exciting. Now, I said, "Well, send that video to your RA." So she did. And the RA come back and said, "Oh, that's just your refrigerator leaking." 
So I knew good and well in the refrigerator. Oh, I said, okay, no. well, we'll let's go with it. So a few months later, it happened again. But the second time it happened, it was like three times as bad. It was out on the floor. I said, send it back to him and send it to me too. Finally got him on the phone. Turns out her dorm room was actually below sea level. Oh, wow. And it was groundwater coming up through the floor. Oh, wow. So as soon as I mentioned the word mold yep. to the right person at the college, she got an apartment. Well, you know what? I had the same issue. Our sink backed up, actually, and my poor roommate was just like, it, she texted me one day and goes, uh, our sink smells. And I go, I got this covered. I've had norovirus before. Mm-hmm. The first thing in that message was, I am very concerned about norovirus. <laughs> my sink has been backed up for a week and nobody has fixed it. I tell you what, I got home maybe two hours later and it was fixed. Everything was clean. It smelled wonderful. So I guess that the lesson there, Austin, is if uh, <laughs> you have anything going on with your house or with your dorm room, call us here at the Clean Life and we'll, we'll tell you what buzzword to use <laughs> to get somebody out there right away to get that taken care of. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know about the clean words, but I, I've done stuff like that in my past. I'll tell you a, a quick kind of off-topic story that has the same premise. Um, we were I was working at a CSC event uh, in Nashville at Bridgestone Arena, and they tried to send me outside in the smokers area for the Chris Stapleton concert. Well, I wanted to watch the Chris Stapleton concert, so I told them, I said, look, I can't go out there. And they were like, why? I said, well, uh, I got asthma. And they were like, really? And I was like, yeah. And I immediately got, like, right on the stage. I was just, I was protecting the stage from people getting up on the Chris Stapleton, you know, all of in his business, so I got it all worked out. <laughs> I don't recall you having asthma. <laughs> Well, they didn't, they didn't know that. <laughs> it, comes, it comes and goes. You well, can't ask for medical yeah, records yeah. like that hey, in that regardless situation. Regardless of that, though, who wants to so Tell everybody a little bit about what CSC is. Oh, well, CSC, it's a different company now, so I ain't going to bash CSC too much. Whatever company it is now, basically, whenever you go to a Predators game or a concert at Bridgestone or a football game at Nissan Stadium, that that's the company that is the quote unquote security that's checking your bags, that's you know scanning your tickets, the um, you know wanting you down for with a metal detector. And really, what it is is just a bunch of people that are super under trained volunteers. It, well, they're not. But we get paid. I know, well, technically I didn't get paid because it was going to my check was going to the organization that I was there with. But but anyway. It's just a bunch of people that are super undertrained that don't want to be there that are just, I mean, it's really honestly kind of concerning because it was just a bunch of college kids is what we were. And I mean, half of us didn't really care. The other half just wanted to go home. And I, it's just weird to think about that. That's probably the mindset of everybody that's doing it. So I kind of always get a little sketched out about the CSC or whatever management's there. And I, whenever I was working, it, it was, the worst the management was terrible i just i did not enjoy it well these these big organizations figured out years ago that rather than hire employees to run concession stands and take tickets and work security and things like that that they could farm out well i know like concession stands used to go through a company called center plate and what you would do you would register with center plate and you had to go through all these sanitation and alcohol mm-hmm. and the whole shot so that you could run a concession stand at right. Nissan Stadium where the Tennessee Titans play. And what you would do as a 501c3 organization, you would agree to staff a facility mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. or and say in Austin's case, his his ball team contracted to provide help right. basically in exchange for a donation back to the five hundred one c three. So what that does is is it gets it gets labor to run the event that would otherwise cost you employee taxes, but it also gets you the tax write off for donating back to the five hundred one c three. So it's kind of a it's it's a brilliant tax move, you know, for these big organizations. But yeah, right. like Austin says, every now and then you get caught with some people that you know, number one, aren't really taking pride in what they're doing and don't really know what they're doing. Well, yeah, it's just like you said, the sanitation part of that. If people aren't, you, you assume that when you go to a concession stand, I mean, everything is a little bit dirty when you go to a ball stadium or something like that. Yeah. But you assume that what you're going to be eating and all that sort of uh, stuff is going to be uh, clean and safe for you to eat. Well, so. and we had protocols. We had different things we had to go through before and after running an event. Right. You know, and and we were pretty conscientious about it, but I can't. I I go to events there now, and I visit some of these stands, and they're not all <laughs> not always not, up on not it. Not all up to par. Not too bad. Yeah. Well, this is kind of derailed from college dorms, so I'm going to bring it back <laughs> and talk about some of the gross things. <laughs> Somebody's got things. to. <laughs> uh, I know where it runs in the family now. Uh, the eight grossest things in a dorm. Uh, the first one is your sheets. I mean, I tell you what, I, when I first got into that dorm, that bed, that mattress that has been there for years and years, and I have no idea how well it's been cleaned. That sucker was drenched in just some sort of cleaning product, whatever Mm. I had on hand. I was just, I wasn't about to put my sheets on that mattress before. But yeah, I tell well, you what, that was the one thing that I, every week I did two loads of laundry. I did my clothes and I did my sheets because I was not about to have uh, any sort of bed bugs or any of that. That's the, not ideal. That's pretty gross. For, Austin, I won't throw you under the bus because I won't ask uh, when the last time you cleaned your sheets was. I remember my daughter's, uh, <laughs> yeah, dorm, the one, exactly. that apartment that she was in after the floor debacle. Uh, you know what uh, plastic smells like when it's gotten too hot for too long? I'm afraid of my it's, it's a it's a smell. It's not gross or anything, but it's very specific. Mm. And and oddly enough, every apartment room in this complex smelled like that. Mm. And I never could. I I hated going in there. I mean, move, just moving her in, and moving her out was about it for me. I I didn't want to be in there. But but just the air. The, and I don't know. I've smelled that smell in different places. And typically, it's when a hard plastic gets too mm. warm. Or it ages, you know, and it's just kind of at the end of its whatever. It takes on a smell that that's very distinctive, and I couldn't vouch for the air quality in that particular apartment. Yeah. No. Now I've stayed in dorms that were I was I'm like Austin. The dorms that I stayed in, like at uh, Washtenaw Baptist University and the mm-hmm. University of Central Arkansas, they were nice. And that was back in the '80s, you know, late mid '80s, early '80s. They were nice and they were convenient. You know, you didn't have to clean up anything. And I don't, I don't remember them ever coming around and checking our rooms to see if we were cleaning them or not. Uh, I guess if it just wasn't running out in the hall, they were all right with it. Yeah, they never checked right. our dorms for cleaning. They checked us for like illegal microwaves and yeah. Hot could you plates. cook, uh, Austin? Could you cook in your room at any of your dorm stops? Cook in them? Yeah. Uh, like I, I know you could have a microwave, food. but could you have like a like me and Steve Perkins had a toaster oven in our in our dorm room at uca and steve no. had all these little 
uh, kitchen utensils pared down to fit in this toaster oven. So on any given night, we could be making brownies or uh, grilled cheese sandwiches or whatever. I mean, we were, we were quite popular on that floor. Yeah. No, we never had anything like that. But kind of going back to the, the cleaning thing, you know, it's like y'all said that nobody came around and checked if, you, if your room's yeah, clean. No. At my old school at Trebekah, us as a suite had like a checklist that our RA gave us and somebody would have toilets, somebody would have sinks, mirrors, somebody would have shower, somebody would have suite and then all that. And then like every month or two weeks, I can't remember what it was, it would, you'd shift down so you'd get a different job. And so on like every Thursday night, he would come in and make sure our checklist is off. And if it wasn't all checked completely, like if our shower wasn't cleaned or whatever, like we'd have, we'd get fined. Luckily, we never. We were pretty clean, if I remember correctly. But we had to do everything <laughs> on that checklist in order to not get a fine. <laughs> now I remember when I was a freshman at the University of Arkansas, 1980. RA had to call a meeting and explain to everybody on the floor that you were supposed to flush the toilet. Oh no! Oh my gosh! I mean, you you think about that now. We had to have a meeting. To explain the yeah. virtues of flushing the toilet when you got done. Oh my! God. Yeah, you would be surprised at some of the things that would have to be explained to people. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then you go further. You know, there's a reason you see all these stupid rules that are out there. Typically, if there's a rule for something stupid, somebody was doing it, and we had to make a rule yeah. against it. Right. Oh, so, gosh. I'm going to add that. Make that number nine for the for the grossest <laughs> things in the door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two was disinfect your door handles. So, I mean, I can't tell you how many times our RA walked into our room, you know, everything's unlocked or people running down the hallway when they are um, slightly under the influence of beverages and think that you are their room. And, <laughs> and your, my roommate was sleeping one time and we, from the, from this day on, we locked our door. Like even when we were inside, a uh, girl came back and thought that our room was her room and she crawled into bed with, with my roommate and we, we had to, you know, wake her up and be like, this is not your room. Let's take you back to your room. <laughs> so I tell you what, door handles are definitely uh, on, on my, my list to do uh, every time that so, I, I... Austin, is there a tremendous amount of hand sanitizer all across the campus? Mm, no. There's not. <laughs> really, because everybody seems, hand sanitizer seemed to pop up right after bottled water. You know, when somebody decided it was a great idea to bottle water, mm. you know, then now you can't go anywhere where everybody has bottled water. Yeah, we're even shipping the military bottled water, which is kind of crazy because it costs more to ship it over there than it's actually worth. But I digress. But, but the hand sanitizer, I mean, I mean you know, Typically, I mean, even the Mexican restaurant we go to here has got a hand sanitizer at the checkout, but, you know, I don't know who uses it. And so you, so you say at, at Tech they don't have a lot of dispensers out and about? Not really, no. And I'll tell you what, what makes me the most mad is we, you're supposed to wash your hands after you go to the bathroom, but it seems like every time you wash your hands, there's no paper towels. Oh. So I always walk out of the bathroom with wet hands, and I'll see somebody I know, and they'll be like, oh, what's up, fist bump, and my hands just soaked, <laughs> and I seem disgusting. So I wish there was Germex or whatever everywhere, because then I could, you know, not have soaked hands all the time. 
Yeah, I run my fingers through my hair when there's no towel. What else are you going to do? Wipe them on your pants? You know. I mean, dark pants. I'm telling you, that just beats the purpose of, of washing your hands. It does. It well, does. And, and, and then typically they do that in one of those places where they've got the electric eye water faucets so that you don't actually have to touch mm-hmm. the faucet. But you all, you have to target the eye well, yeah, because you, you it's not just that. like a, you know. Yeah. You got to make sure the spray. But then is that they too. don't leave anything for you to wipe your hands off with. So, yeah. what's the point? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's it gets under my skin about twice a day. So, what about <laughs> what about uh, your laundry habits at college Ooh. now? Well, do you just wait till you go home uh, and let your mom do it, or we just hate let my mom do it? But now, here lately, I've been doing it. I mean, I wait till my uh, you know. So I'm wearing stuff that people have never seen me wear before. Like I'm wearing swim trunks to class. You're like, what are you doing? Like having the laundry in the Hey, jump in the pool. <laughs> jump in the pool on the way back from class and you're there. I, I wore a pair of gray swim trunks to class on Tuesday. That is a true story. And uh, But I typically, I have three loads. I have it down to a science. I've got three loads, light, dark, and white. And I'll throw them in there, throw a Tide Pod in there. But our, our dryers kind of mess up right now. We've got to dry it twice before it's actually completely dry. Mm-hmm. You check checking your the filter? Check your hose in the filter. Yeah. Yeah. I need to do all that jazz, but, you know, I use it about once a month, so. All right. So I'm, I'm looking at a list of tips here, room cleaning, and most of them are pretty basic. You know, make your bed, mm-hmm. give keep everything put up, utilize your laundry bin, optimize your desk. I saw one interesting here where it says uh, clean up spills immediately. Do you clean up spills immediately or do you spill it? Or I mean, you live with a bunch of guys, so I'm going to guarantee you that not every guy in that house does cleans up their mess as soon as they make it. Well, I would, I would agree with you, but we've got, we've got one here. He's my, he's my best friend. His name is Will Moran. And <laughs> now you're really he, throwing him yeah. under the bus. <laughs> no, no. It, we'll send him it, a link. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. He's, he's right. He lives, literally lives, you know, right next to me. So you can probably hear me talking about him. But if you ever, you know, Benjamin Button is the, you know, the the baby that was born as like a ninety year old man or whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's Will. That's Will Moran. He was <laughs> like he is an eighty year old man trapped inside a twenty year old body. And about three times a week, he'll come out of here and be like, "Man, we got to clean." So we usually keep it really clean around here. But it's all. It's all credit to Will because he's on top of it. So that's nice. Our to house is relatively clean. Like whenever like people come over, like my girlfriend will come over and like her friend will come with her, and they'll she'll like make comment like, "Well, that's way cleaner than I expected." So we kind of like <laughs> take pride in how clean it is. Yeah. But it's all thanks to does it does it does it smell clean or does it just look clean? It smells like a hotel, actually. Really. <laughs> All right. That's, That's unusual. Every time they come in here, they're like, it smells like a hotel in here. So yeah. no no tennis shoe odor, no no foot no, odor? Not really. Now, That's... my neighbors to the left, who are also <laughs> some of my best friends in the world, that is a completely different and a much grosser story. <laughs> oh, do tell. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I'm going to go a little bit into depth here. So basically, a week after they moved into that house, they threw a party. Uh oh! Right. There you go. And still have it cleaned up after uh, it. Uh, yeah, you can walk down there. There's still alcoholic beverage sticky spots on the floor. That oh, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Eight mm. months ago. How thick is that film? <laughs> mm. Yeah. I'm gonna oh, throw. It, I'm gonna throw Zom Hall it, under the bus because uh, 
they would push all their furniture into somebody else's dorm room and then have the party in the other room that was empty of furniture. And Mm -hmm. I tell you what, those mornings after, if you were unfortunate enough to walk through there, you needed to toss your shoes. Mm -hmm. It was just film of alcoholic beverages all over. Mm. Sticky, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Yep. So you guys have any rules? I mean, like how long stuff can stay in the refrigerator or do you you just... Just he's laughing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I no, not really. I mean, I'll give you an example of if we let stuff sit in the refrigerator too long. We found some milk that had been in there uh, like three weeks past its expiration date, mm. and instead it's of pouring it out, we both we all paid Will five dollars a piece to drink it. Oh, I had that and, work uh, out. Well, he made like thirty bucks. <laughs> 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 I may be know, sick for the next week, but I got thirty bucks out of it. <laughs> I paid my oh, if that's less than is the deductible, that's not very good. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, it was a, but yeah, typically things don't stay in the fridge too long because we're all twenty-year-old guys and we just go in there and eat whatever. We have like an open snack policy. If we bring something and it's not a and not in our room, anybody can have it, mm, and so nothing really sticks around too long. Yeah. Um, so do we're pretty generous. We live together pretty well. Do you vacuum and dust or you just kind of wipe and hope for the best vacuum the what vacuum and dust or wipe just pick everything up. And I mean, how often do you clean the floors? Oh, we clean the floors about every week. We vacuum and we mop. So what you're saying is Will's kind of a stickler for. Oh yeah. Well, we have a, we also have a dog that lives here. Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? Uh-oh. I, I think I did. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew I've, I've I have seen a dog there. Yeah. I don't guess yeah, I that's, knew. That's Buster. Did he live he's there? a blue healer. Yeah, he's a blue healer, and he sheds a decent amount, so the hair will get you know piled yeah. up every week or so. And we just we vacuum in it, and then we'll mop, and we keep it relatively clean. Well, that's good. Do you so so that if somebody's parents stroll by, you don't have to just go into nuclear mode and everybody panic and exactly. flush yeah. it. You just pick up a little right. bit and you're good to go yeah exactly the, the place is really pretty gross is the garage because that's where we just go to hang out we don't ever clean it it's pretty gross down there but no one goes down there but us so well it's, okay. it's a garage so you know yeah um, not that. you should see my garage <laughs> uh, all right well what else you got laura I mean, I feel like we just I think we covered it. Need to just go clean. What everything. about you, Austin? Did we leave anything out? Uh I don't really think so. I mean, we covered about everything that's gross in college, and uh, I, I told you some random stories that are kind of irrelevant, but um, I hope they gave you a little bit of a laugh. That's for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> one of the more entertaining shows we've done for sure. Yeah, we're gonna wrap it up on the clean life, huh? That's what that was my goal. Well, we want to thank Austin Dunstan for coming on with us. Uh, Good luck in the rest of the semester at Tennessee Tech. And uh, we'll be looking to hear you on the airwaves real soon. Uh, I hope so. I appreciate y'all having me. I had a good time. Well, good. Well, maybe we can have you back sometime. We might want to bring Will on next time and talk to him. Maybe you could see what his opinions are. See if we can't get you both back (laughs) on and we'll rehash these stories and see how Uh, that goes. Oh, well. You thought mine was entertaining. Wait till you get Will on here. He's he's the character. All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for The Clean Life. It's Dave for Laura. 
Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time. Have a good weekend.